0: Let the church say amen again. Amen, amen, amen. I need you right now, Lord. Amen, amen. To God be the glory for the great things that he has done. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. I bring you greetings from the Wake Missionary Baptist Association, where the Pastor Kirby Jones is the moderator. Greetings also in the name of the Lord. And to your pastor, Nathaniel Jeffrey Woods, amen, the former moderator, who has done a great job for the Wake Missionary Baptist Association, amen. Give him a hand. Amen, amen. Amen, amen. And to my cousin, my friend, amen. My mentor, amen, who has stepped in for her pastor, amen, of this great church, the Reverend Dr. Mary Hagley, Hage, who has done a great job as interim, a wonderful job as interim pastor, amen. With respect to her pastor, amen, where he's getting much rest. He's getting much rest, amen. But how the magnificent hand of God is healing his body with his wife, amen, by his side, amen, to God be the glory for the great things that he has done. We thank you for this invitation, amen, amen. I know my mother kept saying, you know, they're having something for me and Toad. You know, she calls him, she calls him Toad. I don't know where that name came from, but... She said, you know, having, they're having something from me and Tobe. She kept telling me all during the week. And then she, when I called back to talk to her earlier, later on during the week, she said, what you called to tell me? You're not coming? I said, no, 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 no. And she kept saying that, you know. I said, well, no. I said, let me see what's going on, and let me see. Can I work it out? Amen. Amen. She had mentioned it to me twice. Amen. Amen. And I know every time she mentions something to me twice, She wants me to take notice because, really, she never really tells me anything that is going on at New Providence Baptist Church until it's all over. And I asked her, and I asked her, why didn't you mention it to me? And she said, because you're so busy on Sunday morning, so I just don't even bother to mention it to you and everything. I said, but I could have thought about coming. You know, it's always good to think about coming to another church when you can't get there. But it's always good to think about coming to another church. Amen? Amen. On this special occasion, amen. And this is a special occasion because it is emeritus service, amen? amen? Emeritus service. It's that honorary title that you have bestowed upon them, amen, how they have done a great job for over 40 years. I remember when my mother left First Cosmopolitan to join her husband down here in New Providence and because my pastor, I mean, my pastor always said it's good for a husband and wife to be joined together, amen? Amen, amen. amen. And so as it's fitting for this church and this congregation, amen, to recognize the faithful service of those who have worked so hard, worked so diligently, amen, amen. of their faithful service that they have served to God, amen? amen? Amen, how you show love and how you show honor, how you bestow that title upon them of emeritus service, the meaning that they don't have to work no more. They don't have to work hard no more, and they don't have to work hard no more. So that's why we're we coming from these verses that we want to talk about just for a few minutes. And if you have your Bibles with you, the blueprint of life with you, amen, we want you to turn to the Romans, the 8th chapter, amen. Romans, the 8th chapter, and then also put your hand on 2 Corinthians, the 4th chapter, amen. Romans, the 8th chapter. And as it is, it's customary for us, we stand, amen, as we read the word of God, amen? Amen. Amen. So when you have it, just say amen. amen. In the 18th verse of the 8th chapter of the book of Romans, it says, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time, are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Amen. And then Paul says something just a little further on in the Second Corinthians, the 4th chapter, amen, around the uh, 17th verse. He said that for our light afflictions, which is but a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory while we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Amen, amen, amen. You may be seated. Amen. I'll keep bringing that up because I wanted to make sure it stick and stay. Stick and stay. Amen. Father, We bless you. We honor you, God. We give you praise. God, we give you glory. God, truly, we can water and we can sow, but the increase has to come from you, O Lord God. We pray that your word fall on fertile ground, that it may grow, God, and continue to grow. Some might water, some might sow, but God, you get the increase, God. In the blessed name of our Lord and our Savior, in Jesus' name we pray. Let us all say amen. Amen. That's why, as I begin to read these verses of Scripture here that that is coming from the book of Romans and 2 Corinthians, Paul said, For I consider the sufferings of this present time is not to be compared. In other words, in the present time, not to be worthy or to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. And what I glean from that text, Dr. Hagee, is what I glean glean from that text is the older that we get, hopefully, the more Christ-like we become. Do I have a witness in the house? Amen. As we advance in age, amen? As we advance in age, the more mature we get, amen? The more mature we get and the more we grow and grown and grown into the complete Christ-likeness that we have to achieve. And that means that all of us are looking to get there to be Christ-like, amen? Amen. We know that this world got some pain and this world got some troubles. We know that this world got a whole lot of things going on with it. But we are children of the living God. Amen. And we are called to be Christ-like. Amen? And sometimes it's not going to come overnight. you got to understand that. But it's a growing process. It's a growing process. And not that I have to say that I'm trying to be Christ-like or anything like that, or that I'm a work in progress, but I am a child of the King of God. Is anybody with me today? Amen? Amen. 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 Paul, this gospel globe trotting, trailblazing theologian, reminded the reader that regardless of any past sufferings, whatever we have been going through, whether sickness, whether trials, or whether tribulations, any suffering, or any kind of pain that we have pales in comparison to God's glory that shall be revealed in us. Amen. I know that when life happens that things can be hard sometimes when life throws us a curve. Amen. And that the moment is hard to see, but the past of suffering ends up being glorious glorified with Christ. Amen. With all of that is going on these last two years, you got to understand that we have to give God the glory every time that we get an opportunity to. Every time I got breath in my body, every time I'm not feeling well, I still have to give God the glory. Every time I realize that he keeps my children going to and fro, bringing them back safely, it's important that I give God the glory. Every time I see my mom and my dad are living, amen, we got to give God the glory. Amen, amen I want to tell you that Paul has something to say He has something to say, amen About suffering, about struggles, about trials About tribulations that we go through Because as hard as it be sometimes Paul made a profound statement That these light afflictions Whatever I'm dealing with down here Now they are just momentarily, amen They are producing for us an eternal weight of glory Far beyond all comparison Here Paul set the tones for the book of Romans. When you begin to read the book of Romans, he quoted Habakkuk 2 and 4 in the first chapter. He said, the just shall live by faith, which means that when you are on this Christian journey and you want to have eternal life, that you have to have complete trust in Christ and that you have to be obedient to his word. Am I right about it? Can I tell you that it's hard to get a blessing through when you're not obedient to the word of God? Amen. Amen. You got to be obedient to the word of God. If you want a blessing to get through, you got to trust God. Amen. Because new life in Christ means freedom from the bondage of sin. Because the Bible tells me that there is no condemnation in those who are in Christ Jesus. Because when the law failed to do, what the law failed to do, God himself through Christ Jesus did it right through Christ Jesus. Amen. But the question remains is that suffering comes. When suffering comes, why is it that it wreaks so much havoc? Why is it that it wreaks so much havoc? Paul breaks it down to his readers. He said that I need you to understand and see the big picture here. And keep in mind that whatever we go through, that we are heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ Jesus. And we are living, in other words, and as we are living, it's important for us to live righteously. Amen. Because it is the Holy Spirit that dwells in us that keeps us to have faith in Christ. Think about Paul for a moment. When you think about the Apostle Paul, Dr. Hagen, when you think about all the training that he had, you think about all the teaching that he received from his mentor, Gamelia, and all the rabbinical schooling that he went to, he had a vast knowledge of Scripture. Now, he had that knowledge that he got from the rabbinical schools, but I received my training in my formative years from James and Lucia Utley. Amen. 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 Let me tell you, I had a vast knowledge. Of what hell would be like from the belt of, of good and evil. Can I tell you that? Runner, I thought that belt was called Hellfire. You can rest easy at night. If you were good, you can rest easy at night. But if you stayed in trouble, which I stayed in trouble most of the time, amen, because of my mouth, I couldn't keep it quiet, amen. I can't tell you that my gluteus maximus, amen, suffered the hell fires of that belt. I don't know how many times, how many times, I heard the sound from her voice and when she said, you just wait till your daddy get home. And sometimes, when she was mad enough, she didn't wait till daddy got home. Can anybody got a witness there? You see... You see, there's no shame in my game. You got to understand that. Because that's what kept me. That's what made me. That's what kept me from jail. That's what kept me from prison. And not having a felony on my record. Am I right about it? Amen. And that is what the problem is with our society today. Because many people don't want to teach their children what God is all about. Amen. Amen. You might as well say it right now. And I think that's wrong with our society right now because what my mother and, and my mother and my father did was they taught us to live for God. And what is wrong with our society is that you don't want to teach your children anymore to live for God. Never have you heard that young 17 years old 17 year old black boys were killing themselves. Never have you heard of that. We know about black on black crime but look at what is happening right now. Hey, we're, they're killing us. And if they're killing us, then we're killing us. And then guess what happens? So many of our people, young people, are in jail, are incarcerated. And the problem is not with the guns, but the problem is with the spirit that is handling the gun. Y'all better listen to me. Listen to me. Let me get back to the text because I don't want Dr. Wood to be mad at me. But it was the Holy Spirit that was working through Paul. When he said that these afflictions are but a moment working in us A far more exceeding eternal weight of glory That is why Paul said that we can't lose heart You can't lose heart Though our outer person is decaying Amen, every day And we see it every day We try to put the makeup on We try to dress up and we try to make sure we're looking good But you got to know, understand that Paul said our outer appearance is decaying every day But our inner man our inner man, inner man is being renewed day by day. Amen. And right now, that's what you got to have. You got to have the Spirit of the Living God living on the inside of you. Amen. Amen. Every time I visit them, every time I talk to them, though their out appearance is changing from when I was a boy, when I saw my dad as being tall, being robust, being strong, when I saw my mother going to work every day, doing what she needed to do. Though the outer appearance is changing, but what I do see is what is happening on the inside. That inner man is being renewed day by day. Amen. How God has kept you, how God has moved in you, how God has kept you in a mighty way. I remember my mother as she was used to be in the kitchen on Sunday morning at times, sometimes Saturday morning, transistor radio on top of the refrigerator. And I remember, I know, I know my daddy could sing, but I never knew that my mother could sing. I know she joined the choir down here. And I said, what, you joined the choir? I was surprised, I was shocked. Could not believe it. Because all I could hear was what she did every day when she listened to her on that radio. Y'all know what I'm talking about, Willie. Yeah. Yeah. She turned that radio on and she would just go to humming. She would go to humming and go to humming. But what I took note was that she was humming. And she was singing to God. Amen. But not only that, secondly, even when storms come up in life, you got to know that God is still there. you got to know that God is still there. And yet at times it might be difficult to imagine how persecuted Christians can stand firm in their faith, in the day-to-day pressures that, may, that they might face. Sometimes these believers are almost like superheroes to the Christian Christians in the Western world, meaning us. But they aren't. We've all heard of them. We all have witnessed them, Dr. Hagen, overseas and places like that. But they are part of the same family of God that you are. They have the same doubts. They have the same struggles that you go through. Amen. They worship the same God that you worship, the one who helps them to stand firm in their faith. Faith, amen. Suffering, persecution. They serve the same God that you serve. Amen. Because when you look at the apostle Paul, who had been involved in several mission mission trips, the book of Acts is with him, Paul awaiting his trial before the emperor. But many times Paul listed a litany of sufferings that he, for the cause of Christ. Five times he said I received 40 stripes minus one. Three times I was beaten with a rod. Once I was stoned to death like stone and left for dead. Three times I was shipwrecked. Day and night I had been put on journeys in pearls of water, even pearls of robbers from my own countrymen from Gentiles, even in the city and in the wilderness, Paul said. But in the pearls of sea, even among false brethren who were supposed to be my friends. But Paul said that sometimes I'm weary, sometimes I'm taller, sometimes I've got some sleepless nights nice, even in hunger but Paul said if I must boast I must boast in the things which concern my infirmities and to do so is to magnify God's power working in him so whenever you're going through something you got to understand something that you might have to magnify God give God the praise give God the glory because it's what God allows for us and God's get all the praise and he gets all the glory am I right about it church oh because if you had to place Paul home, If you had to place Paul in the house, and we know that Paul traveled from this place to that place. Amen, somebody. We know that he traveled on the journey. He went from this place, sometimes going to that place, on the run, and sometimes being on the run, sometimes in hunger, thirst, and nakedness, all for the cause of Christ. But if Paul had a home, it would say the heroes live right there. Amen. Like we see all across our state right now. And when I take a step back and I look at James and Lucille Utley, this is the only time I call them James and Lucille Utley, by the way. But hey, I see a sharecropper. I see a sharecropper's son who worked in the field who had to stop going to school at an early age in order to help his family out, in order to make a living. Somewhere along the way, he met Lucille Hamlet, amen, my mother. But they started out with humble beginnings, started out on Dawson Street with my grandmother, but then they didn't stop there, went on down to Walnut Street, or Walnut cherries. Everybody know what Walnut Terrace is, Amen. <laughs> (laughs) Amen, but they didn't stop there Moved to Bitmo Hills And then they stayed right there for a little while Mother working two jobs and Sometimes father working two jobs And she went to school even at night Maybe to get her education To make sure that she can work into the school systems And what I'm looking at right now Is that even though the storms came Listen to me now Even though trials came Listen to me now Even though tribulation came Even though you lost your parents Amen, somebody My two grandmothers But God was still right there with them Still right there. Still right there. Through all the thumbs, through the thick and the thin. Amen. Make sure all three of their sons went to school. Amen. Graduated from school, went to college. Neither one of us spent time in jail or prison to be be productive in society. Can I tell you, there ought to be a sign in front of their house that say that heroes live there. Amen. Amen. And if anybody... If you ever had a mother, if you ever had a father, if you ever had a, a grandmother, a grandmother, an aunt, or uncle, somebody who clothed you, somebody who dressed you, somebody who stayed with you through the thick and the thin, somebody who never left you, but just in case they left you, God was still right there. You ought to be able to give God the praise, give God the glory for the great things they have done to push you on in this life. Amen. Not only suffering that we go through is temporary, momentarily. Not only through the sums, God is still there. But lastly, we have to understand because God has something better for you. God has something better for you. He has something better for you. And as I look at the text and I look at it after all the training that Paul received, the vast knowledge that he acquired and retained with Scripture. One could look and see how the Holy Spirit was working in and working through Paul David. They see how things were going on and how things would happen, how the Holy Spirit was moving in him. But Paul said that these sufferings are not worthy that you be paired with the glory which shall be revealed in us. And that is a declarative statement based on Paul's faith in Jesus Christ. And I know at times that when we are going through, it's hard to grasp the apostle Paul, what he's trying to say. But I found out that you don't need a lot of book sense to understand what Paul is trying to say. All you need is the book. Amen? The B.I.B. Amen. Am I right about it, church? Because all through the difficulties, all through the circumstances that we have, they have the ability to produce good fruits in our lives that we might be a help to somebody else. Amen. Amen. you got to help somebody because this journey ain't all about us now. you got to understand that it's about how we help others to make sure that, baby, you can still make it. Why are you going through what you're going through? Let me tell you what I went through. Amen. Brother, you can still make it. Let me tell you how I made it. That's what it's all about, to remind us what really matters is eternal. It's eternal, meaning that I am building a relationship with Jesus Christ. And that is what I see in my prayers every time I talk with them, every time I have a conversation with them. Because life can be hard sometimes. Anybody know that? Life can be hard sometimes. With the disease and especially with this pandemic that we're in right now, the difficulties that, amen, that will abound on this side of eternity, Amen. But Paul made that statement to the church of Corinth when he said, I don't want you to lose heart. I want you to stay right there. Stay in this race. You can't lose heart because even though everything is perishing on the outside, we still can't lose heart. But the inward man is being renewed day by day. For all of the afflictions that I'm dealing with is just momentarily. It's momentarily. And that's why Paul said, we don't look at those things. You can't look at those things. You look at those things, you're going to lose sight of what God wants you to really look at. Amen? Amen. And what God wants us to really look at, he wants us to look at the things that are eternal. Amen? Because as we push toward the goal and pour the mark of the high praise, that's where we want to be. Amen? So when difficulties arise, difficulties arise, I want you to understand something. Though they might be monumental, though sometimes it might look like they have the ability to wipe us out and sometimes weaken us, even in the worst circumstances and experiences that we might have. But can I tell you something right now? That I got two witnesses that I can call on today. Am I right about it? I got two witnesses, first of all, that I can call on. In the name of James Utley and Lucia Utley. That in spite of everything, God has kept them Amen, somebody. In spite of everything, that when it looks like you were going down, God still had you standing. Am I right about God has kept you together for six to three years. Amen. Am I right about When the enemy tried to take you out, understand God was still right there on the throne. Am I right about it? When the enemy tried to destroy you and take you out through all the accidents that we've had, God is still right there with you. Amen. And what we have to understand is that when you know that God has been with you, you ought to give a praise, amen, for what God has done in your life. Am I right about it, church? Somebody need to lift up their hands and just praise God. I thank you. Thank you. Thank you for blessing me, God. Thank you for making a way for me. eh? Amen, amen, amen. But I still got another witness that I need to call on. I got another witness that I need to call on. Because the witness I need to call on, he had some trials, he had some tribulations, he even had some afflictions, am I right about it? He has some afflictions also. I'm talking about the one who walked down through forty and two generations, am I right about it? Who ministers on this earth for three years, on this earth doing good, spreading the gospel, amen, of the kingdom of God, who being in the form of God, but did not consider robbery to be equal of God, but made himself of no reputation, taking on the form of a bond servant and coming in the likeness of man. And and being in the form, I found in the appearance of man, he humbled himself, and what that means is that he emptied himself, took off his royal robe, took off his royal diadem, and said, "Father, I go down. I redeem man back to you. Am I right about it? And that, that where he died, he was obedient to death. Where he died on that cross, where he hung there, bled and died for sinners, sinners there for you and me. Am I right about it, Church? I'm talking about where the Bible says he was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities." The chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed but thank God almighty he didn't stay dead because on that third day morning he got up with all power all power in his hands am I right about it somebody called him my rock in a weary land somebody called him my rock that's higher than I am somebody called him Emmanuel others called him Yeshua oh but somebody said he's my bread when I'm hungry My water when I'm thirsty. But I like to call him just Jesus. My way maker. My healer. My deliverer. Amen. Amen. Give God a hand praise. For what he's done. Hallelujah. 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 Why don't you rest on your feet. Stand on your feet. God be the glory. As I told you. Pastor is hanging that I didn't know whether or not I was going to make it. I was praying right up to the end because I had a bad head cold and I didn't know. I just did not know and I said, Pastor, I said but God but God My wife even got sick but I said but God, but God you need to know that with Jesus as Paul reminds us we can glory in our sufferings because we know that we glory in tribulations knowing that tribulation produces perseverance. Understand that. And perseverance, character. And character, hope. Because hope does not disappoint. Because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Who has been given to us. And so when we thank God. For all of his goodness. We're living in a world. You might as well know. That we are almost a minority. As Christians because. Yeah. Because. The world. Is going in a bad way. But we see all the good. Of what God is still doing. I don't want to be lost but I want to have a home well I know that I can sit down and I can sup with Jesus and I can tell him all about it though he knows all about it I still want to tell him all about it I want to tell him how you kept my mom and my dad I want to tell him how you kept my brothers you kept my wife, my children I want to tell him how you blessed The church, in spite of everything that the enemy tries to do, understand God's program will not fail. When he said, upon this rock I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail, that's what he meant. That's what he meant. And so all I say to you is that if there's one who don't know, I have permission to do the altar call from the interim Pastor. There's one who do not know the Savior. You have not gotten connected yet. You know that you need to get connected. You know you need to get connected. Because the Holy Spirit is gonna draw you. You see, it's not the preaching that's gonna draw you. It's, it's not 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 Mary Hagin. It's not James Dudley, No, no, no. It's the Holy Spirit that moves in you. Because the Bible says in the days ahead, the Spirit of the living God, it's the Spirit of the living God that draws, that draws men and women to God. And those who know that you've been out of touch, you have not accepted Christ as your Savior. Or you have accepted him, but you've fallen back. God wants to say I want to reintroduce you to come on back in come just as you are don't worry about it I'll take care of it because if you try to get yourself together and try to make yourself ready to come to God understand something you can't do it all you got to do is have a willing heart a willing heart a willing heart and just come unto Jesus just as you are that's all you need The Lord is busy making disciples. The Lord is busy. As that song was sung, he's raising up an army. Yes, he is a glorified army. Even in these times. And if you know that you've been out of touch, and you know that you know you need to be in touch with Jesus, all you need to do is make every attempt now to come unto him just as you are. The doors of the church is open. We know that you have been blessed through the hearing of God's Word on this day. We invite you to join us at New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, located at 4813 Hilltop Needmore Road, Fuquay Arena, North Carolina. For more information, you can contact our ministry at 919-552-3531 or visit our website at www.newprovidencebaptist.com. Thank you for joining us. And be blessed.